Nice to have your company. Welcome to the John Mabry Show. Each and every week we talk to New Zealand business leaders who use video, particularly DIY social media video, in their business to inform, educate and entertain their online communities. G'day there, I'm John Mabry. I'm the DIY video guy. I'm passionate about helping business leaders be more visible in media. I run coaching programs to help businesses grow using DIY video. But I also run a video and integrated marketing agency that helps those advanced business leaders who use video with media solutions that, that drive exponential engagement and sales. If you're getting started, download my free video cheat sheet at johnmaybury.com and schedule a video content strategy call so we can get to work on your video marketing strategy. I just want to help. This week on the John Mabry Show, it's time for some real estate people. Well, not just anyone. We have the Stones, Steve and Lisa Stone. They're market leaders, especially in the area of Parnell, Auckland. Steve and Lisa talk us through what their key difference is and how they stand out from other real estate agents, how they're shaking up the Auckland scene, and of course, what is hot in property in 2018. I started by asking them, are they in fact Kiwis? Lovely Kiwi accent. Oh, it's a lovely Kiwi accent. I wasn't sure. Otherwise, I incriminate myself. (laughs) No, we're both born and bred Aucklanders. Yep. Shoreys or Eastern? Eastern suburbs. Nice. Mainland. Yeah. Mainland. You mean you've, you, you, did you spend a bit of time outside of Auckland? You, you've, We've um, spent a lot of time, both of us, overseas. So uh, we met. Here we go, this ago. is the moment. Uh, I've, I've got a countdown on my watch. Uh, it's been 22 and a bit years. Yeah. Yep. And uh, not long after we met, we headed off. We were both working in IT. I was at, um, I wasn't at Eagle Technology, it was after that, wasn't it? I was at yep. Rational Software or Rational. somewhere at a corporate. And Lisa was at IBM. Telstra, Saturn. Telstra? Telstra, Saturn. Oh, wow, yeah. like Telstra, Australian yeah. Yeah. Telstra. Yep. Yeah. When they were here. When they were here, yeah. yeah. And then we, um, then we went overseas. And I went over with Orion Health to uh, the UK and we set them up there. And... Um, 2001 we went, yep. came home in 2006. What did you like about, which you, you went to Europe, whereabouts? To London, we were living in Marlebone, and uh, oh, we had a wonderful life, it was great there. Yeah. Learned a lot. And then we went to the States and lived in Florida for a year before did you heading have a nice, back. Did you have a nice contrast between London and, and, and Miami or Florida? Yeah, big time. <laughs> Steve preferred Florida, I preferred London. Really? There you go. I love the weather in Florida. And, but I just, um, I still to this day miss London. So yeah, there you go. Got it. And um, fast forward, coming back to New Zealand, why did you choose real estate? Well, we sold we sold some properties when we came back, and I hope the agent that sold them for us isn't listening because it was an underwhelming experience, and it, not bad. I was not saying it wasn't a no, bad experience. No, but we just went. We come from the service 
industry mm. and um, in IT it was all about sales and service and um, yeah just thought well we could do this so much better and we think we do but I think everyone's lifted their game and we've actually worked with a lot of other agents we worked helping other agents because when we first got into real estate one of our missions was to like raise the bar I guess mm. for everyone well, you talk about at the, at the top of the show, effectiveness, if that's what marketing is, do you think that the effectiveness of real estate agents have improved since your arrival? Oh, yes. Oh, not necessarily <laughs> because of us. <laughs> Let me just qualify that one. I think that... But I think, no, the market has, has pushed real estate away from it. Like, you can't do the, all the cowboy stuff that used to go on, you know, and you'd have an auction and there'd be someone... You know, an agent on the phone to a buyer bidding, and then the phone would ring. Well, I mean, you know, it was like there's some awesome stories eh, that yeah, yeah. of people just, you know, fake bidding and all that sort of stuff. Well, you know, you, none of that stuff happens now, and it's all been it's been regulated up the wazoo. But you know, it it has had a, a beneficial effect so on the market. You, yeah, the industry on is the industry. a lot more professional now. We would like to think. The um, the general consensus or you know word around the traps is that real estate agents are not to be trusted. What's your uh, opinion on that? How how is it that people have had that opinion? Is it just because of those yeah. pirates in the oh, look, in the past? Um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's been so, some of the stories you hear that just some really really shonky deals that have gone on, and and it's interesting. And I think and it it's a real um, Hangover, I think, you know, lots of people still, you know, you see it when people come through open homes and they just like, like, there's just this resistance. It's like, you're a real estate agent and I'm not going to, you know, kind of converse with you. I'm not going to, because you might get your claws into me. And it's like, and we say to people, it's like, it's okay, we're not going to make you buy the house. <laughs> you don't want to buy it, it's okay. We're not going to make you, you know. And it's, um, yeah, it's interesting. But it's nice to, you know, I think, I like to think that we, are personable and, and people actually at the end of that experience they actually want to give us their details and they want to communicate with us and they want them well they can't buy the house if they don't converse with exactly. you right but yep. it's also you know we're there to help them not you know not get their claws into you exactly, no, no, exactly. Yeah, we're, we're just, just there to help we want to help our vendors sell their home and if they if they're looking for a home and this doesn't work for them We'll, we'll do our best to find something for them. I mean, at, at some level, you know. What do you think needs to change for that, for that perception to change of real estate agents? Or, you know, what, what, what do you think needs to shift um, for that perception in the marketplace of real estate agents? Because I'm clear I've known yeah. you reasonably well and they're good people. <laughs> so, um, I, and they haven't got their claws into me yet, mind you. I've already bought my house. So... Um, yeah, what do you think needs to change? Well, I think it is changing. Yeah. No, I think just more people need to have better experiences with real estate people and and understand that, I mean, just selling real estate is a career, you know. For, and it's a profession. And it's a profession. And mm. there are a lot of us out there that are trying to do it really well. Um, and there's still and a few. Our, and give our clients a really good experience. Yeah. And there's still a few that aren't, you know. and. And unfortunately, I mean, you're still reading the paper, you know, someone's sold a house and 
and sold it to their wives cheap and all this, you know, like a dodgy the agent, yeah. And it still happens, unfortunately, but the regulation um, from the Real Estate Authority is having an impact on that and lessening it. It's going to get, it'll be, we'll get there. And is, will that come, you, just, you talk about, it's all about customer experience. The new breed of real estate agents, are they, are they, are they coming with uh, a new set of rules? I think so. I think so. And yeah. I think too, I mean, you know, we work for Ray White and Ray White is very focused on client experience and, and it's uh, not drummed into us all the time, but it's just something that runs through the company right from the top down, um, whether it be the White family making sure that, you know, their franchise owners, their clients get the best client experience and our business owner makes sure that we get the best client experience so that we can give our clients the best client experience. So that's something that really runs through Ray White. Yeah, and one of the things they've done is they've implemented the um, Net Promoter School, which is a thing out of Harvard Business School, where um, at the end of every transaction, the buyer and the seller get sent a very short survey. And this is a standard thing around the world. And so as an example, Ray White, internationally as a as a as an international company has a net promoter score of 82 i think it is yeah and the average for for real estate agencies around the world is minus 41 i think oh my god so you know like ray minus 41 exactly so ray white's really focused on this i mean we're at 90 we're at 93 93 lisa and i yeah yeah and 100 percent Promoters, so they they look at it as you know promoters and detractors. I think is the, yeah. yeah yeah. So we're a hundred percent promoters. So. Let's talk about the market just just a yep. little bit, just a little bit. Um, what's your what's your opinion on, on where the Auckland market is sitting, particularly in Parnell because I really like Parnell. <laughs> <laughs> we like Parnell too. Parnell's great. Just so you know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. it's interesting. I was talking to a client today. Um, who's looking to buy a property and we were talking about property there's not a lot of property in, in on the market in Parnell it's you know Parnell is a really tightly held suburb there's not a lot that comes in comes onto the market in Parnell um, and so I'd say that you know real estate in Parnell is great you know there's still there's plenty of people around that want to buy in the suburb and across the board you know good property it always sells everything yeah. sells at the right price yeah and it's about having a vendor that and, and finding that balance where everybody's happy. Sure. What do you think are your non-negotiables when you take a client and um, sell their their biggest asset? What are what are your non-negotiables when you talk to them about what you will deliver as part of your customer experience? Well, I guess part of it is they've got to be prepared to um, spend some money on marketing because. Otherwise, it won't sell. Unfortunately, you can't sell a secret, you know. Mm. And there's no doubt we we keep a record of our sales, uh, of of all the statistics around our sales, I guess. And one of them is the marketing spend, and then there's the price against. Um, we don't publish this, but the price against the reserve. If it, we mainly auction. So it's the price against the reserve and the price against the CV. And there's no doubt, it's really clear when you look through it, that if there's money spent on marketing, they get a better result at the end of it. And so we've 
kind of got to the stage now where if people aren't prepared to spend a reasonable, you know, to make a reasonable investment in it, it means that they're not serious about selling and it means that we won't get them a great price and that's not good for our and it is you for said our business. It's an investment, right? It's in, we recently sold our own apartment and we took all of our own advice. We went to auction and we invested significantly in the marketing. So Did you do well? We did fantastic. We got an awesome yeah, result. So, it know, was we amazing. Were really happy with and it was result. really interesting. Did we're, you sell your own property? No, we, we didn't. We got in fact we were really lucky, um, fortunate that Phil Horribin who owns our business he fronted it for us, did all the open homes and ran the auction and did all that kind of stuff. We wrote all the ads and all of those sorts of things. Yep. So I went and large drove on the, the... We drove the process yeah. to make sure that everything was done. Oh, you know, like... yeah. Did, did Phil stuff. get something out of it? Did he get a, like a nice... You know, picnic basket with a little, you know, little goodies in it. Say thank you from the Stones. Absolutely. No, he actually got a really nice meal. Yeah. We, we, <laughs> we, we took the whole family out actually, because his family works in the business. It's yeah. another family business. It's fantastic. And they all had something to do with it, so it was, yeah, they were yeah, all involved. Nice you know, so yeah, so we took them all out into the viaduct to a nice restaurant and had a great night. It was awesome. To put you on the spot, um, is there a particular <laughs> suburb that you see um, as as being a growth suburb. Again, uh, there's, a, there's a lot of talk in media around first home buyers. Well, let's move away from that. But you know, if you if you've got a house in Birkenhead and they want to move, um, what's the what's that kind of intermediary suburb that you think has you know got potential? It's an interesting one because eh? because a lot of the suburbs that people would immediately say you know those have already gone as soon as everyone knows you know like Ellerslie, Mount Wellington. You know, probably yeah. as you move out, like southwest, southeast. Sorry, <laughs> you know, like Mangere and pay on the edge of Mangere, Favona, and around there, it's becoming gentrified, and there's and it's really good value. Well, it was six months ago. I don't know. It's mm. it's crept away again. You know, but you know, you can buy a six hundred square meter section with a with a ex state or something on it. You know, for Five, six hundred, I think, at the moment. You know. Do you remember those days when you used to, you know, you you, you looked at a property, or, you know, perhaps you couldn't afford it. I perhaps I might have had that experience. You go, oh, that's two hundred thousand dollars. I can't afford two hundred thousand dollars, and you just yeah. go, what was I thinking? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Tell me about it. Plenty of well, those. You know, I said we we came back from um, Florida, and and we had a few um, rental properties, and so we sold them. So, and I'm not quite sure why we did. Why? Yeah, I know. Because now I shouldn't. I should say this publicly, but you know, it's like never sell, never sell. The only thing that I think is worth, you know, because people move for for valid reasons, you know, and that's when you sell. I think, you know, you get divorced, God forbid. You get um, the kids move out. The kids move out, yeah. and yeah. you and you're and in a got... five bedroom home with a yeah. swimming pool. And you know, the kids were the only ones that were. You know, so all that stuff. So there's always those valid reasons. And I think at the moment there's, there's quite a few people looking at selling investment properties because the current government is, it wasn't too pointed, was it? The current government is, is making it really difficult for landlords, which I think is a completely dumb move because people have to have houses to the live in. People have got to have like, places to live, don't they? And if there's no and if they landlords... Can't afford them, yeah. You know, rents go up and yeah. it all gets, yeah. you 
We won't get started on that. No, that's fine. Mind you, um, uh, Lisa is wearing blue, so um, perhaps that uh, <laughs> might give a little, little bit away. Um, not intentionally. Not intentionally. <laughs> we won't get into the politics. But um, we want to go back to video. Yep. Do you remember the time that you first started doing video? What were you like? <laughs> Terrible. Mm. Oh, no, I, I thought, though, some of them were pretty good. <laughs> so what happened was we, did, we started out doing our own, and then I think it was my agent at that point came along. Yep. And they'd do, they'd do packages and they'd say, oh, we'll do a video for you. And everybody was going, oh, yes, we'll, you know, shoot that and do that. And they'd do all these videos and then they'd get someone to do a voiceover. And we went, no, no, we'll. So we're standing at the front gate and we'd say, come on in, you know, this is this new house. And we really enjoy it. We had a good time mm. doing it. And we did, we, we, somewhere, I think, I think it's on our website, we've got a, a video of clips of these bits that we'd done, oh, like, we? you know, like, we were doing this house, I've forgotten where it was, and had a big downstairs in a bar, and Lisa's standing there talking, and I popped up from behind the bar with a couple of glasses, and went, what'll it be, ma'am? You know, like this, we had, then you were on a It's like a bloopers, like a bloopers, yeah, yeah. but not, but just yeah. well, we fun just stuff. had all the fun bits here. Oh, we had a really good time doing those. Yeah. And we've got a bit more formal now, because so many people are doing them, the fun thing... Well, I'm glad you mentioned fun, because I'm clear that's probably one of the characteristics of Steve Stone that I know. Um, do you want to bring back fun into real estate video? or or, or does the market expectation that it's because it needs to be serious and buttoned down? I think there's, a, there's definitely there's a, a place myth. for fun. Yeah. I've seen some, some real estate videos, and I just kind of go like, really? But there's a balance there and I th and it's so much of it is about having personality in it right so yeah there's definitely a place yeah. for fun mm. got it Lisa Steve Stone thank you so much for your time and uh, coming on the John Mabry show as I'm calling it and um, look forward to uh, seeing you blossom in Parnell um, yeah. thank you so much for your time in the Rose Gardens You're in the Rose Gardens yeah we'll be blossoming there Thanks for listening to Kiwi Business Video Rockstars. Join us next week on The John Mabry Show. Remember to subscribe on your listening platform or watch the video content at johnmabry.com.